Welcome to episode four of the Play Your Yards Right podcast. I'm Sasha. I'm here with Sarah and the Celtics managed to stay alive in the conference finals of the NBA and I did not necessarily see that coming. No. I was torn on it, to be honest. I was like, this is either going to go one of two ways. They kind of lie down and just, like, concede defeat and, like, the heat blow them away and they're done. Because we all know how hard it is to come back from being down 0-3. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, the Celtics survived in advance. Um, uphill battle from here. As a Heat fan, though, I would be lying if I didn't say I'm a little bit nervous heading back to Boston here. Yeah. Um, that's what makes this, I think, the big, like challenge here for them is it seems like a little bit of a momentum shift and I'm worried the heat will get tired so if the Celtics can manage to somehow you know string together some good basketball I don't know it seems like it's possible low percent chance that they pull this off but I can't roll it out and all these odds Vegas every time you look at it they've they're constantly betting against the heat Mm -hmm. and it seems like now that there's just been a little bit of this Celtics momentum they're basically saying that oh, Celtics are obviously going to go in and and win game uh, win game five at home. Like I think the the line is minus eight or something like that. People are just totally expecting the Celtics come in there and take care of business. And I think that is the only thing that kind of favors the Heat. It's like this little bit of momentum that the Celtics seem to have. It seems like the whole world is back on. They're way more talented. Which I mean, maybe they are. Tatum Brown, that whole team is obviously you know they were expected to kind of go to the finals here and expected to crush the heat but that's the exact kind of place that jimmy butler and the heat Mm -hmm. want to find themselves in they're constantly being doubted every time and yet they're you know they're coached incredibly well Mm -hmm. jimmy butler's the last kind of guy you want to mess with i mean that grant williams game was hilarious watching Mm -hmm. him get in his face and then jimmy butler basically not miss a shot for the rest of the game the al horford celebration (laughs) love to see it yeah they're uh they're just I, I now that the Knicks are out of it, I am full on anti Boston train and watching Jimmy Butler just kind of use them and do his thing is is the only thing that's making me feel good. Mm-hmm. So I am completely on the heat train. I saw how much of underdogs they were going into the you know, going into this series. I didn't really understand. It's like the Celtics had just gone through a seven game series. Uh, you know, they're obviously playing a lot more basketball and they kind of just squeezed out that series, and yep. nobody was really playing defense on no. J- and, uh, on Jason Tatum the way that Jimmy Butler was no. in that Celtic in that seventy sixer series. So, um, did put a bet on them. I'm riding with them. Okay. I need them to just knock this thing out. The longer they let you know, they play with their yeah. food and let this uh, let this kind of go on. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing they need is you know the the Boston team getting any sort of confidence. So mm-hmm. I think that they need to take care of this. ASAP. Yeah, I think it's going to be a dogfight, but I think the Heat come out of the next game, hopefully with a win. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's all, this has been a defining series for Tatum. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like if last night he was, or was that even last night? No, nine. Yeah. Getting out of the time. Yeah. He, um, he really needed to show up and perform, and we couldn't have one of his little quiet games where mm-hmm. he, you know, disappears. Um, I feel like this was a legacy per se type of game for him. And she, he showed up, but... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the Heat are going to see the disrespect, like you said, in the line. I mean, Jimmy Butler thrives in this environment. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of sticking to their Heat culture. I mean, it's been proven that literally all Heat culture is, is them just trying harder than yeah. everyone else. And I did, like, they were alluding to it during the game that, like, Marcus Smart, I think, said, you know, we just need to try harder, um, you know, and try, kind of getting through to his teammates. And that really is the method to beating the Heat, mm-hmm. I think, is just 
out-try them, loose balls, rebounds, all that. And the Celtics may be more talented, so if they can keep up that intensity, it's possible they can pull it off. But the problem is the Heat bring that every single game, mm-hmm. no matter what. And all of their guys, you know, believe in believe in that and, you know, are able to apply that. So I think as long as they bring that same energy, you know, and I think they'll enjoy knocking off the Celtics at home as well. A hundred percent. Yeah, they'll take an extra little shining to that, mm-hmm. knowing, that uh, knowing that they're able to do it at home. Yeah, they're definitely not going to shy away from the moment. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the trying harder thing, I think that's so true. I don't, like, out trying the Heat for four straight games is what they're going to have to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody can do it because the Heat are bringing it every single night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really want this to, you know, I, the longer you let the Celtics hang around. And they're just, the Heat are just so much, are coached so much better. Yeah. And I, sometimes you forget that. Outside of football, it's you know football coaching is so huge, and obviously mm-hmm. like there are a couple of players that are or a couple of coaches that you really think of top tier is you know the Popoviches of the world, the Brad Stevens when he was coaching, he really seems like a mastermind. Yeah. But uh, every decision just seems like Eric Spolster is making the right decision, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't like looking at Joe Mazzullo's face. He looks no. like an apple that got peeled and then just left on the counter for too mm-hmm. long. His eyes. Every loss seemed to just get more sunken yeah. into his head. He's and like, he just scares me to look at. Yep. He and he wears his like monochrome outfits <laughs> yeah. and everything. Like it's just no, nothing is working on the sidelines there for him. And yeah, I mean, it's funny because I never thought of the NBA to like coaching to matter very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's just me being the biased college basketball fan that I am. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely improving throughout this playoff series that, you know, it does take, especially when you don't have like a generational talent like a LeBron or Steph or something like that. Like the coaching really does come in to play and I think it's good that you know we're seeing that side of the NBA in comparison to the other series the Lakers Nuggets that one is definitely generational talent um Mm -hmm. here you know taking the reins and kind of impacting how things play out LeBron is done yeah is he done done retired no I don't think so I don't think so either (laughs) I think uh, he he, I think like you said right here he tried his best Mm -hmm. and I think that he's it's probably emotional getting swept in the playoffs yeah that's that's Mm -hmm. that's That's a tough one to take Mm mm-hmm so I think that, uh, you know, it's obviously an emotional thing. It seemed like his whole thing is wanting to play with his kid. Yeah. Or it's, it seems tangible now. You know, before it felt like, oh, he's in middle school. Maybe LeBron has like six or seven more years. It's like he just committed to college. If he's going to make it in the NBA, like the, yeah. we, it's, it's palpable. Like yeah. this is going to be happening soon. So he'll find a way to power through. He's still like that first half, he was amazing. And obviously he's taking more time off. He's not defending, you know. He still tries hard yeah. on defense, and like he still knows how to make plays happen. He's obviously mm-hmm. not the player he was, but I think he's adapted well. And mm-hmm. it's it, this is the same kind of thing that goes on with Brady. Like yeah. he's kind, you know, it's a different player, but mm-hmm. it's is it is it a step back? Not necessarily. No, and you could just tell LeBron was like when it was. I think it was Game Three when he literally was passing the ball over his head like a bullet. From behind the three-point line, just goes in. Yeah. And then after that, he's like, okay, I'm taking over. And he absolutely <laughs> took over the game after that and scored yeah. like eight-plus points in a row. And he just has that ability to turn it on. And I think the difference is later in his career, he does load manage himself. So mm-hmm. he's able to sometimes coast along and still have those bursts, you know, where he's able to be still effective and productive and score a lot of points, even if he's not necessarily on at all times. And I think it's smart, honestly. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of him, that's for sure. Um, I'm sure he said how his Lakers went down. But, I mean, the Nuggets seem, they're scary for either team. You know, the Celtics mm-hmm. or the Heat, especially the Heat. I'm worried about that matchup because 
I don't see how this plays out well in your favor at yeah. all. <laughs> I mean, again, it's like, it feels like you can't count out Jimmy Butler, but the Nuggets are just an absolute buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you stop that. Like, it's they didn't slow down. They can win at home. They can win on the road. It seems like they're doing everything right. Mm-hmm. You know, when whether Jokic is having a great night or not, Jamal Murray steps up. The role players, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. Everybody just seems to be playing. Go, playing well in the right moments. I mean, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting Jeff Green's around, and then he you know, comes in and gets fouled, makes a few clutch free throws. Um, it just seems like they're firing on all cylinders, and if one person's you know not mm-hmm. shooting the ball well for a quarter, somebody else is stepping up. Mm-hmm. I just Jokic is just so much fun to watch. He just looks like a different yeah. kind of animal out there. I don't know right. how he moves so well. Again, not to bring up Brady again, but in, obviously not in the talent perspective or not in like mm-hmm. the success perspective. But I just feel like watching Jokic is that same kind of vibe where somehow like Brady just seems like he's moving slower, but he's 10 steps ahead of Mm -hmm. everybody. It's just the way that he sees the floor is so much different. And like he's moving slow, but still somehow faster than Mm -hmm. everybody sees things before they're happening. It's just Mm -hmm. like his brain is so, so fun. And plus, I just also love the pictures that get sent around of him as like a kid, Mm -hmm. just looking like that weird kid at the pool that Mm -hmm. like nobody really wanted to talk to, that everybody like talked, you know, everybody knew in middle school. Mm -hmm. So it's just so funny that that guy is like a, you know, one of the greatest athletes alive right now. But it's like also crazy when you watch him like dogging it up and down the court. (laughs) Sometimes you're like, he looks so like unathletic and gassed and just like... Does, looks like he doesn't want to be out there. And then he, like, turns around, you know, and absolutely, like, slams yeah. a nice, like, drop step or something like that. And it's just, like, and I that I can see the Brady vibes of, you know, it kind of reminds me of that picture circulating of Brady at the combine. Yeah. Like, when he's just yeah. standing there, like, kind of frumpy with his, like, shoulders back yeah. a little bit. Like, that is Jokic running up and down the court. He looks <laughs> gassed every time, and it's, like crazy to see the juxtaposition but I don't know how the Heat like I don't want to get ahead of myself and saying that you know the Heat are going to advance but I don't know what their plan would be like obviously yeah. Jimmy is their best defender but mm-hmm. the height advantage or disadvantage yeah. there I mean and Bam is like he's too like lim- he's too many limbs and he's too skinny <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if they'll match up well yeah. like he's not really strong enough I think he's to gonna be a foot ground. taller he's yeah. gonna be a foot taller than everybody what are they gonna put up Cody Zeller out there I, like um, no. Yeah, what, he's oh 25 with a hairline of a 45-year-old? And his little, like, face mask. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. He's just doing everything to not look cool. Like no, when, did you, you know, I don't know if you saw when he literally last night, like, got caught up in with, um, I would he, maybe, I can't remember if it was Marcus Smart. He got caught up with someone on the Celtics, was, like, you know, tripping a little bit, wasn't, he was turning around trying to talk trash, and then he just, like, body slams <laughs> into <laughs> either Brogdon or Tatum and just, like, flops the other way. Like, it was one of the most uncoordinated plays I've seen on, like, a professional basketball court. Yeah. You know, like, a long time and I was just like this he needs to get out he just needs to but yeah I don't know what it'd be interesting to see what their game plan is there talk about coaching I mean that's mm-hmm. going to be huge in that matchup right you know? Anthony um, Davis one of the you know they're maybe top 10 top 15 players in the NBA had a difficult time with him mm-hmm. and you know he, and I don't know how obviously if anybody can do it Spolstra probably is going to find a way to do it mm-hmm. the the uh, I mean, not to compare these teams because the you know the, that kind of early Warriors run teams is way different, but they found a way to play small ball and play to their strengths, and I imagine that's what you know either Miami or the Celtics are going to have to do. Uh, but I don't know how you stop them because all I keep thinking is the Nuggets. Man, are they just gonna are they gonna be the Nuggets again? But I all know. these teams, they've you know they seem they're healthy at the yeah. right time. They're playing hot. They're going to have a bunch of rest because. I mean, especially if this if the Heat are able to take care of business, both teams are going to have about a week off. The Nuggets right. are off for what? I think it was, what, eight or nine days? Yeah. 
And uh, if the Heat can take care of business on Thursday here, like they're gonna be able, both these teams are gonna be well rested and uh, and hopefully have time to get healthy. Uh, get Hero back, see, on, uh, on, oh the, <laughs> on the news. Finn watch. Yep. His outfit was bad. Really bad. <laughs> it was so bad that they had, uh, what's his name, that Van Gundy had I to bring was, it up. I was like, what do I even, like, try and classify this outfit as? Because it was that bad. Yep. And I was like, you know, maybe he looks like the, like, mid-50s-year-old, like, DJ at the Sweet 16s. Like, it's a very good the bucket one. hat low. And, yeah. like, you know, trying to rock with, like, the Jason Derulo <laughs> songs and everything at the, at the dance. But it was a bad outfit. I mean, sometimes I think he's qu- actually quite fashionable. But this is, like, the series has been rough. I don't know if it's an injury or what it is. But if you, like, want to find him on the bench, you just, like, look for, like, the little odd-colored ball like, yeah. on the TV. And you're like, oh, there he is, like, in his little I, – I can't even describe what that was. But. And his face just makes it look so much I think worse. That's what, his he's face. Sitting there, yeah. Just makes him look like it. Just makes it all look like such yeah. a little, such a little punk. Like yeah. just the annoying oh, yeah. guy, the annoying kid at the at the Sweet Sixteen that just yeah. is mad like, about being there. I have to know if he comes into the locker room like on game day and stuff. Like, does anyone just like come on? Yeah, man. who's like, rolling his eye? Who's like, rolling their eyes? Are people like, every, hey, I really like your outfit today? Like Duncan <laughs> Robinson is like, hey, I really like dapping him up. You Donis Haslam, like, what are you doing? Are, yeah. are they are they pumped about I, it? You can see Kyle Lowry not taking this shit. Yeah, like he probably is like stop. Just, nah. <laughs> but he's clearly not doing it loud enough because no. he's just getting wilder and wilder. No, so. So. But he's been cleared for basketball activities, whatever that means. So yeah. he may be back or... Like, Maybe waiting if they advance. Who knows? It'll be interesting to see if this like or the Celtics are able to squeak, squeak out another win. I feel like there might be an opportunity to kind of like yep. slowly introduce him back into the game, depending upon where he's at, which would be a good idea. Because coming mm-hmm. back in the NBA Finals, if they make it there, that's no easy feat. No, for sure. After not playing basketball for several weeks. Yeah, for, but I mean, but that's a you know that's another big thing about how you're going to beat him. It's like you're going to need to shoot the lights out mm-hmm. and having Hero back for that. You've been able yeah. to get. Get hot and stay hot without one of your, you know, kind of central players throughout the mm-hmm. whole season. And now to to get him back, that's going to give the whole team another a little extra juice. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of the sidelines in that game, we saw Brooks uh, Brooks yes, Kepka and exactly his right. wife were all were also there. So that PGA tournament mm-hmm. always a great weekend for sports when there's a it fun uh, fun and exciting golf tournament going on, especially mm-hmm. when somebody with the personality of Brooks is uh, yes. is going to take it home. Mm-hmm. And we have to mention Bryson DeChambeau. Uh-huh. Yep. Like first off. Who is he? He lost a lot of weight. Looking he good. looks like a different guy. I mean, he's not wearing the is that a beret? I don't even know what it's type of hat you like call that. Yeah. He, he wears anymore. Um, and you know, he was playing well also, mm-hmm. you know, through going into the weekend. So I was really hoping for more of a rivalry between the two of them, because that just makes golf fun. Like yeah. everyone's searching for some type of rivalry in golf and it's just not quite formulating out. Like everyone's trying all these different leads. The Brooks first Bryce Bryson, Phil Mickelson, like, you know, they're trying, but nothing's really formulating in terms of a stick. Um, but yeah, it was a good weekend. You know, I like to see Brooks do well. I yeah. think he's been through so much injury wise. It was exciting. He's playing really like this felt like it was building leading up to this. You know, he played really well at the Masters, obviously. Um, so yeah, he was good. I mean, tough conditions early on is what it looked like. Depressing, yeah. rainy, windy. So I've got that upstate New York stuff for you. But mm-hmm. he's just he's just fun. And like the I feel like golf, like so many more people are getting in golf. I still remember when you know, when we're growing up, like golf was, you know, kind of the weird kids at yeah. school played oh, yeah. it. That was something my grandpa played, and I just feel like now it's becoming more in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of like the sports culture. Mm-hmm. And like, it's cool to play golf. It's cool to watch golf. It's just a fun time. So I just feel like they're so starved for a personality. They're yeah. so starved for like some sort of news or something. I mean, you saw this guy, what that pro uh, Block, Michael Block, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah. I think that was oh, yeah. his first name. 
like that, that he starts to play well and everybody's going crazy yeah. and it's on the news and it's just like so much fun. So any sort of drama, somebody like Brooks that is willing to go get interviewed, mm-hmm. not take himself too seriously. Yeah. It's like that's exactly what this kind of sports need, you know, this kind of sport needs. And especially because golf is such a mental sport. Mm-hmm. I, I think Brooks is a killer, but I also just think he might just be too dumb to let mm-hmm. the moment overwhelm yeah. him. It seems like it. I mean, he was all stepping up to the ball. Like he was not standing yeah. over it. He was just hitting it. Like absolutely. And you know, like he playing with some guys who are a lot slower to play with so it probably gets in your head if you're mm-hmm. someone like brooks like that but he might honestly just have something in his games where <laughs> yeah. he literally was just stepping up and was like swing and yeah I'm like, that's honestly that's what i do when i'm frustrated on the golf course it's mm-hmm. like if i stand there and i'm like get my feet right you know do all stuff that's when you're either like swinging or missing because you're picking your head up to look where it goes which they never do that but when i'm like in my mad mode and i'll just like walk up to the ball and just swing like not even check what clubs i'm yeah. using and that's actually when you do your best yeah so maybe it's working out for him i took um um, Rory to win, you know, Ooh. nice little boost of bat. Yep. And um, he's letting me down a lot this year. Mm-hmm. twice this year that this has happened. I want so badly for him to do well. He's just such a likable guy. He's not playing terrible golf. No. Um, so that's frustrating too. But I hope he makes a push at some point in his career. Like he, I mean, he was very good a while back before I started watching golf. But it just felt like he never like got to where everyone, you know, expected him to be. Mm-hmm. And I hope we haven't seen the last of him there. And it always just goes back again, not that every golf conversation needs to revert to Tiger, but it just shows how amazing that was. It's like since Tiger, there have just been so many people that had their moments. Like, mm-hmm. is this going to be the next guy? Yeah. And I mean, Brooks is the closest thing. But, you know, the Jordan Spieth, the Ricky Fowlers, the, mm-hmm. all these people that, oh, man, like the Rory McIlroy. It's like, yeah. oh, man, he wins one or he starts to win a couple things right. and get a little hot. And, and just the mental ability and the physical ability to mm-hmm. be able to stay at that top level and be in the top fives and win multiple tournaments – is just so so hard mm-hmm. and like having somebody to root for like like hopefully what Brooks can be and if he yeah. can stay healthy will be fun but i mean he he uh what if Rory ended up playing well mm-hmm. um you know ended up finishing i think he was in the top 10 yeah. right yeah. so he uh he had a good little run there and uh i'm excited for the next tournament i think it'd be a fun it thing is. to be able to be able to go watch and uh would like to maybe make it to one of these live oh yeah no for sure so well now into the real the real sport here <laughs> just the most important sport here um, it's very early for this, but we had to touch on football as always because this is a football-based podcast. So we're gonna start off with our far too early Super Bowl predictions. Um, I don't know. Are you taking anyone in the NFC East for this? I do have to know that. I'm unfortunately not taking the Giants, and because of that, I can't take anybody else in the NFC East. Okay, fair. I love it. I respect. I respect the division, but mm-hmm. for me, if I'm gonna throw out the prediction. I'm not going to, because I know if I put a bet on this or if I say this is my prediction, there's at least going to be that one, two, three percent of me that's like, well, I do want my prediction yeah. to come right. Mm-hmm. So I can't sit here and root for the Eagles. I can't sit here and root for the Cowboys. The commanders aren't even near that conversation. Yeah. But out of the NFC, I think I'm going to take the 49ers. How about okay. you? I think that's a very good choice. I was between them. I did break the corner roll. I took the Eagles, and I don't want to root for that. So I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but it just feels like they're going to take that leap this year. And maybe this is a coping mechanism, actually, that I do, where I'm mm. like, I'm preparing myself for the worst. I honestly think that's how I think about it. Like, I'm like, if I, I anticipate that they're going to go to and win the Super Bowl, then I'll take it there. I don't think they're going to win. I actually think I took the Bengals Ooh. as AC team, and I think the Bengals are going to come out of this. But... I do feel like the Eagles, like this, if it's any year, I'm going to go with this year. And if they can't get it off this year, I'm writing them off, even for Maynard <laughs> Jamnert's career, because they have everything in place. I mean, like yeah. we said last you know, episode, they drafted well. They kept their core guys around. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they have the experience from being there last year and the chip on their shoulder. So sure. unfortunately, I'm very scared of them um, because of that. I think they'll make that step. Um, the Bengals, I just think they're going to be back this year. No real specific reason for it. I mean, they have a lot of the core guys from their, you know, Super Bowl appearance mm-hmm. um, against the Rams, and which that sounds weird now to say. Like the Rams won the Super Bowl, and that was yeah. like, two, literally two years Feels ago. Feels so weird. Like that, they feel like they've just declined so much. I mean, they were terrible last year. Yeah. Um, but the Bengals had a lot of injuries last year. Spent some time building up the offensive line, working on their secondary in this off season. Um, Joe Burrow is just like, I don't yeah. know. We, I just feel like we have the expectation on him, you know, where he's going to become, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. And I feel like he needs to start producing if that's the case, um, in terms of playoff wins and, you know, getting back to Super Bowl, maybe even winning one this year while, you know, they're also on, you know, cheap rookie year contracts, him, you know, Jamar. And before they, they have to start paying more guys, mm-hmm. if they're going to keep him around. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow is enough of a reason. You know, yeah, I think that that's he's fun to root for. Mm-hmm. I have no affiliation. I feel like the Bengals are just the perfect middle of the road team. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't dislike them. Don't mm-hmm. love them. They do well. I kind of like it. And Joe Burrow is just. I mean, obviously, unless you're like an Alabama fan, yeah. or uh, obviously root for any of the other teams in the AFC North. Like, I don't really know how you don't root for the guy. Seems genuinely pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Really toes the balance between like cocky and confident, but in mm-hmm. a way that is still relatively yeah. likable. So they're just a fun team to root for. So I do really, really like that pick. Yeah, it will be fun. And you know, I don't mind rooting for them either. And they're always a good uniform team. Like their uniforms are sick, though. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, with the tiger print and everything. So it'll be fun. I'll root for that. Not the Eagles to make it there, but we'll put it on the record. Yeah, is this like some galaxy brain stuff? Is it like trying to make yourself feel better? Is it like so you're are you trying to reverse jinx them here or you yeah. think that uh yeah, I like I that. Be doing that? Yeah. To you. <laughs> Maybe a There's little a lot reverse of jinx. Behind this. Right. <laughs> you're really thinking twelve steps ahead and I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Well, who do you have the 49ers facing off against? So I have the 49ers and I am going to take the Bills. Oh, that was my second pick. I was yep. thinking on it. So I think that the I mean the Eagles are going to have another great season, like you said. But going back to back in the Super Bowl, you know, back to back Super Bowls is a long process. Mm-hmm. A lot of staying healthy. There's a yep. lot, you know, obviously staying healthy goes for every team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to start. So like we were just talking about, we'll, we'll start with the AFC. The Bills. I just feel that this finally may be their time because mm-hmm. I think the last two years they were really on that up and coming like. Josh Allen really is the real deal. They're really making moves. They got the coaching. They got the, you know, they got the defense. They're trying to do that. And obviously, I mean, they're still one of the top, I don't know, I think three, four, five teams odds-wise to win the whole Mm -hmm. thing. So it's obviously not like they're a forgotten-about team by any means. Josh Allen is never going to be a forgotten-about guy for the rest of his career. Um, But I just think that a lot of that hype surrounding them isn't as intense this year. And I'm obviously not going to say that they're – you know, they're underdogs by yeah. any means, but it just seems like that vibe of, oh man, this is really the year for the Bills. It's it's not as intense well, as it was. After two poor playoff, you know, early yeah. exits the past few years, I feel like Bills fans are intense, Bills Mafia, but like every, the kind of like secondary fans, I guess you would say, with people who are like, oh, I'd like to see them do well and like yeah. building the hype, they've given up on them a little bit or mm-hmm. taken a step back, I think, just because of those early playoff losses. So I think it is a good year, like chip on their shoulder. They yeah. still have the talent and stuff. So I think that's, yeah, definitely a good yeah, choice. I like it. And plus their defense, Leslie Frazier, who the defensive coordinator, who had done well in the past couple of years, but it just seems like really kind of rolled over the past couple, uh, past couple playoff games that they lost. Inexcusable mistakes, weird transitions, things like that. I... 
I think that having, from what I've been seeing, it looks like McDermott's going to be taking over the play calling. So, I mean, obviously he made it as an NFL head coach because of his ability yeah. to call plays on the defensive side of the ball. So if their offense can continue, continue to do what it had in the past bunch of years, you know, if you know Diggs can stay happy, if yeah. Allen stays healthy, you know, if he's able to take care of his body a little bit, yeah. they can build up a, you know some semblance of a run game and offensive line. You know they're going to score a lot of points. So mm-hmm. if they're if they're able to utilize a lot of these very talented players, they have, excuse me, will utilize a lot of these very talented players they have on defense. I think that they're going to be uh, tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the 49ers, I just think that this they they shouldn't be counted out. From so no. from what I was looking at, the NFL strength the schedule based on the Vegas projected total wins. Okay, they actually have the fifth easiest schedule in the wow. NFL, and that's How just behind, they manage that. Couldn't tell you. That's just behind the Saints, Falcons, Colts, and Panthers, which obviously I don't think anybody expects anything out of those teams. And three of those teams are in the uh, you know the NFC South. So obviously they all have to play each other. So if all of those teams mm-hmm. are projected to be bad, their strength of schedule is going to be bad because yeah. six of those uh, six of their games are going to be against their their uh, their you know own division. Mm-hmm. So I think if everybody can stay healthy, obviously Shanahan, the coaching's amazing. Yep. And if Brock Purdy and I mean Trey Lance, obviously seems like Brock Purdy is the guy. Yeah. He got you know he got them where they were last year, but Trey Lance was still like a top pick last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Brock Purdy can take a step up, and even if he can't, they have Trey Lance and then Sam Darnold in that uh, in that yeah. room. He's proven that he can win without a quarterback before. So mm-hmm. if either of these quarterbacks can get comfortable, be decent, mm-hmm. like the play calling is going to be great. Yep. The defense is solid. The playmakers on the offensive side of the ball like, are... It's insane that they still are going to be returning, like Debo, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Kittle, like all, all these big things. Guys. Like, you think yeah. that's like a one-and-done, like go-for-it-season, short contract type thing? No, they're returning. They're like, it's all crazy. coming back. So I, I think that uh, it does look like they have a lot of... You know, a lot. Of, there are obviously a lot of primetime games, so that obviously messes mm-hmm. with the rest a little bit. I think there's going to be a bunch of you know a bunch yeah. of Monday night games, which lead to short weeks. The next week, being on the West Coast, there's a lot of traveling, tons of fact, <clears throat> tons of factors in there. But uh, I think that they're just kind of a fun, exciting team to root for. Mm-hmm. And you know, with a de- you know with a better quarterback last year, maybe they you know yeah. beat the Eagles. Maybe they mm-hmm. end up in the Super Bowl. So I think that. Uh, that's going to be a be a tough uh, a tough out in the uh, in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm going for. And then, as I just kept looking at it, I you know that I decided on the Bills and 49ers because those just seem like the juggernauts. Yeah. But I was just looking at it, it's like if I was going to put together a four fun, mm-hmm. what would be the you know craziest but really not that crazy Super Bowl pick? How fun would the Jaguars and the Lions be to mm-hmm. to, uh, to be able to make okay, it? Okay, sick color combos for us off. Great colors. Know. Yeah, uh, Jerry Goff's been there before. Yeah, he can do it again. He can get to the Super Bowl. I mean, that'd be awesome. I was thinking afterwards. I was like, you know, why did I not pick the Ravens? Like they seem mm-hmm. like a sleeper pick this year. You know, Lamar hopefully is going to be come out, prove himself, show that he earned that big contract that he got. Um, but you know, they do face a tougher path. I don't. The AFC is just a bear of yeah. the division, and so it's hard to see. Like you, they fall so far down in my mind on the list. Like. Chiefs, like what you had on here, are we not? Are we, are we dumb for not picking the Chiefs? Probably, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think we just want something else to happen, so yeah. we're just willing that into existence. But I mean, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Like in my mind, the Ravens are falling all behind those teams. 
at least based on the past few years' performances, but that's all been due to Lamar being not healthy. So if he can string together like a good, healthy season, I think they're a definite threat. They're a fun team to root for. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves They're just a different style of play than all yeah. these other teams, which makes it just so much more fun and exciting, especially late in the season. So I'd be my sleeper pick if I had to pick one behind mm. all of this. Um, I would love a Ravens-Cowboys Super Bowl. I mean, that would just like... That'd be, that would be great. So I'll, I'll take that as my, like, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for going there. But, yeah, in the end, it very well could end, end up being Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. That's why I feel like we do, we knew to, we do need to just get that out there. Because, yeah. obviously, we any anybody can just sit here and say, you know, the, the Chiefs mm-hmm. are probably going to go back. And realistically, yeah. it's like, that's probably... It's very realistic. Yeah. It is. It's like they're, they're too good. The coaching's amazing. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. ready for something new a little bit. It's crazy to think, though, like, if you're thinking as a Chiefs fan, to just, like, their expectation is the Super Bowl. And, like, to imagine to have that for so many years in a row to just be like, oh, yeah, this, like, this is a failure of a season if we don't make it to the Super Bowl. It's pressure. But, like, as a fan base, that's awesome. Even even sitting here as a Giants fan who's like, I've watched two Super Bowls in my lifetime, I still can't imagine what that feels like. Because Mm -hmm. those Giants teams, like, there was nowhere near that expectation. It's like, well, Eli might just do Eli stuff. And maybe you get lucky and... There was never a like I I just don't know what that feeling is like. Let's go going in as the one mm-hmm. seed, getting the bye, like being able yeah. to just go through and basically wake up every Sunday and be like, yeah, we're probably gonna win today. Mm-hmm. So again, all this is contingent on health. These yeah. are all crazy, but mm-hmm. let's put the money on the Bills Niners. Let's put the money on the Bengals mm-hmm. Eagles. Yeah. Let's see what happens and let's at least get one of us to be right out of yes. here, huh? I think we can will it. Will to existence <laughs> for sure. So. Well, that was all fun. I always love talking football, even if it's too early. Like you said, health is the biggest thing. So as long, you know, we'll see how it goes. But that's why it's too early predictions. We have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But either way, we're one week closer to football, (laughs) and next week when we record, we'll be another week closer from there. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think that's all I had today. Absolutely. Listen, as as we get closer, there's going to be you know more and more news coming out. We'll be able Mm -hmm. to get some stuff fresh out of training camps. They should be hopefully announcing which team is going to be on Hard Knocks coming Mm -hmm. up. So. All sorts of football stuff coming down the pipeline. We got the NBA Finals, which should be all set by the time we talk again next week. Uh, so there'll be a full breakdown of that. And uh, then we might get into baseball for a little bit until until football football comes uh, comes up. So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram, Play Your Yards Right Pod. Feel free to message us there with anything, any uh, any questions, comments, concerns, mm-hmm. any topics you'd like us to discuss. Uh, I think next week we'll hopefully be able to go over some uh, – NFL future picks as well, maybe some of the prop bets for the season, uh, anything fun like that. So any any ideas, anything you'd like to talk about, message us on Instagram, Play Your Yards Right Pod. And thank you, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good one.